the Darren Moore podcast, but otherwise you well, this week featuring Jason Goliath. Before we start, David yeah. O'Sullivan said I must please send you all of his love. Oh, please send him back all of my love as well. He said, he said to me, Legend. I, I have a weird question. I was like, what's yeah. up? He's like, is he, really, is he really such a nice guy or was he just putting it on? And then I said, is no, he... he's a darling of a man. He's a darling. Those are my words. Hang on, what did he say? Is he more? really what? I said, is he really that nice or was he just kind of putting it on? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is he, you know, somebody suspiciously lovely. Then I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that's Darren. That's Darren. Suspiciously lovely. Suspiciously. And you know what's hard? Do you know, what, you know what's yeah. hard about it? Is that when you are on breakfast, yeah. Um, as we both are. Yeah. You got to kind of be hard some, sometimes and it's not in my <laughs> yeah. nature. Oof. You got to kind of draw I lines. I leave it to David because he, he, I actually, we have a signal, which is, which is quite cliche, but the signal is <laughs> like, you know, we, when, when you have a, a, a minister spokesperson, spokesperson that's just going in circles, then I just give him the yeah. signal. And then, yeah, we see some harsh hardness, but uh, he's a big fan and he said, I must please send his love. Oh, I'll tell him I'm a fan as well. We've, we've, um, yeah, no, it's like, listen, how does your show work? Cause I don't get to listen to you cause we're on at the same we're time. Only, well, yeah, we're on <laughs> at the same time, but also I'm only in, I'm only in Gauteng and Kaya. Um, and yeah, I'm only there's, KZN. There's, there's three chairs and, um, it, it works. We are, but, but you see, we are f- kind of 70% talk, 30% music. So, uh. Uh, yeah, so we've got David kind of is the lead on the current affairs stuff. I'm the lead on the yeah. lifestyle stuff. And Tabiso is there just grounding the boys at all times. <laughs> Otherwise, it becomes a, a boys talk show. Mm, mm. Otherwise, you guys just fluctuate between um, Liverpool and, uh, and New Zealand. That's it. Basically, yeah. Basically, that's, that's, that's exactly what happens. Are we ready? Because I haven't even put my Zambak on yet. I think we're, ro- I think we're rolling it. Actually, I don't, you know, why not? Um, yeah. Yeah, you can you can you can put your makeup on and your zambak. It's fine. No, no, but you can keep it in. I mean, I don't mind. I love zambak. Just, just on that whole David okay. thing, we massive fans of that oak. Can we just start off yeah. asking that as well? Love David. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a legend. O'Sullivan. Yeah, he's a boss. No, he's a no, boss. No, he's a machine. He's a machine. Now, when he won, um, he won the year the radio award in in the same year that I was before. I was us. like, I was like, I don't mind losing to David. I really, really don't mind losing to David. You know, just just like we don't mind losing to you. It's that <laughs> other brow we don't like losing. <laughs> 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 so um, this is what everyone's doing now, huh? Yes. Uh, pivoting. Pivoting. This is called a pivot, huh? Yes. Pivot. But we're right. different. We're different. Like all the other comics, yeah. they, um, you know, between... Um, you know, uh, smoky student student rays and uh, boardrooms and corporates, yeah. and then odd festival. Uh, th- their careers came to like an abrupt end, twenty third of March. But you and I have been all these other things. I, you know, I've been telling them because you know I'm not like you. I didn't just keep all the secrets of success to myself. I've been trying to share the polls. <laughs> I'm just like you. Hang on a second. You're not going to throw out stuff like that. You had that whole. I will lead by example, but if you can't read, don't expect me to unpack this thing step by step. I'm not going to separate the smarties into blue, yellow. No, no, not doing that. Diversify, diversify, diversify. And I was, so I've always preached that, that especially in South Africa, and in, you know, I always said crazy things that got comics angry, like what industry? When people would say the comedy industry, I would say what industry? And mm. if, you, if you exist in a, in a, you know, a pool or a pond as small as ours, and it's not only, it's small and shallow, you know what I mean? You've got to use comedy as the vehicle to do as many things as you can. And that's what I've always kind of tried to say to the guys, is, is find other things. Because we don't get paid on, on stage, you know, mm. find other ways to, 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 to get paid. So I agree. I'm feeling, I'm feeling very, very blessed. And it has been easier for us to kind of pivot because we were already diversifying is the right way to articulate that. It's so funny. Um, in the previous crises, like the, mm. um, the 2008, uh, during the brain drain of, uh, I think it was... My business died because of 2008, by the way. That was my, yeah, first, exactly. my first... So you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm. Mm. 
And for as long as I've been performing, I have never done, never, I've never done one thing. I've, I came into the, into the world of performance art um, doing all the things because you have to yeah. do, there's no way in South Africa no, you can't do, I've done no. everything except dance. And I tried to get into but dance, but they wouldn't let me in. You and I also don't enjoy poverty. Let's be honest. There's yeah, also sometimes. the fact that poverty doesn't suit us. I'm always like mm -mm. a fat guy with a dry lip. Nobody wants to see mm -hmm. that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Plus, mm -mm. I had a, you know, for like almost two decades, I had a very expensive habit. So I had to yes. supplement that. Yes, you did. Yeah. yeah. Well, and now have that I have poverty. a child, which is even more expensive. Yeah. Well, the one kind of, you know, it's probably. An you can't do both. These people that do no. both, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Some of us that do none of the above. I'm, I'm yeah. that box. None of the above. I'm box. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, yeah, like I left tech and then um, I did this little radio drama in Afrikaans for CFL, but at the same time I was doing voice work. And then I ventured into the stand-up stages by doing physical comedy with Brendan and the house boys for about three years, then got into emceeing, but always kept the voice work and always kept the ad work and always kept, yeah. I, I kept on, yeah. I mean, here I am. I'm working the whole week. I've got gigs the entire week. Plus I've got two corporates on the weekend, but there's a casting at three o'clock at Moon Lee's. So you go, you just make go. Make it work. You just make you it work, that, right? Yeah. Yeah. These yeah. guys are good. Like I'm a comic and I, I'm not an actor or I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm, I'm only a comic and I'm not an MC or I don't do bar mitzvahs or whatever. No, work is work. You do the work. Those are the guys that understand those hashtags and stars needed for a please call me. I don't know how to do that thing. I've never done a please mm. call me. They're also the guys that understand how to get money from an e-wallet. I don't know how to get money from an e-wallet. If you send me an e-wallet, I'm not going to throw that box. You're wasting yeah. my time. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I don't know why I got, I got a spot here as well. This is not working for me, this angle. It's called Rona. I got Rona here. Yeah, it's, I, I don't even want to take it off, brother. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. I'm also lucky in that, how's this? How's this for a luck, eh? It's amazing. It's like in desperate times, you, you, learn, you learn stuff, right? So I normally go to the hairdresser, you know, cause, because it's the, I got to do the look. So I have an appointment that yeah. is set for me yeah. every three weeks, um, maximum four weeks. I just go, I go and I, I sit. I love and, uh, your before and after pictures. I've seen them. Exactly. So that's like, that's my that's thing. And then, that, then I was like, then I'm going week six, week seven, week eight. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have a plan B in this department. We did everything else. I'm stocked up on rice and beans and two-minute noodles. I did not yes. have a plan B. Over mm. Toilet paper for days, but no way to cut my hair. <clears throat> and then I saw a corporate gift lying around in the garage because I'm, I'm doing this whole minimalist trip, so I'm trying to get rid of stuff. And I, I remember I actually have uh, like literally the premium of grooming wall. You know, W-H-A-L, wall. Yeah, yeah. I got one as well. That's the, that's yeah. the, that, it's the that's bomb, right? The, that's with the, all that's the, the Mercedes own, Benz, my friend. Exactly. I was going to go with the Rolls Royce, but you could you don't. I would have expected you to go with the Jaguar. That's what I would. Have <laughs> clearly, your your oh, your, no, no, no. your commitment yeah, it's was the wrong. <laughs> it's the Jag. It's in the game. I take this to the missus and I go, "Can you do this?" She's like, "I don't know." And let me let me see. She watches a YouTube video and she goes, "Yeah, I could do this." And I go, ten minutes later, it's done." And then um, we opened up a can of worms because she's like, hang on a second, maybe you can do my roots. So she goes and speaks to somebody, to somebody and gets like the genuine, and I've got to do the whole with the comb in the hair and pull over and the roots. And I nailed That's it. so great. Of course. Like I did. nailed it. Of course you did. <laughs> like, like I can show you, I can show you pics. If nailed any it. comedian was going to nail no. the roots, it was going to be. <laughs> I feel like you are in the top three in terms of pedants about their hair. <laughs> okay, this is, I know this is black and white, but it's, it's a root shot, right? That is a photo and that mom, oh, you can't even really see. Do you know how I know it's a great, that you did a good job? Is because your screen is so bright, I would have been able to see the roots only. The roots would have been the only thing I would have been able to see. Now you killed it. Now you killed it. Yeah, you are married material. I'm all. Hey, well, don't say the M word. No, 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 don't, don't, don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. We're doing so well. Uh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw those pictures of love. Ah, you are, you are, you, what is the Macbeth saying? You are in blood stepped too far. 
to go back. I saw those pictures. Good luck. Yeah, Let's move on. Committed. There's no need to bring anyone, any other paperwork into this commitment. Let's move no. on. Okay. Let's move on. on. What is this new normal that everyone's talking about? Say, say best case scenario. Um, yeah. We're sort of on the downward slope uh, uh, beginning towards the end of September, October. Uh, that yeah. means most of us have gone, you know, most businesses have just gone belly up. It's certainly yeah. within the, the entertainment and uh, eventing side. Yeah. And the hotels and tours, the tourism industry, a whole bunch of, and then the knock-on effects, you know, the people that supply all of those people. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, dev it's, it's, it's devastating what we're going through yeah. uh, uh, as a country, as a, as a continent, as a globe. It's, it's, there's no two ways about it. It's we can't the even worst thing in the last hundred years. Exactly. No, it's compared right? to, to, to 1918. That's what you're comparing it to. Yes, that's yeah, exactly. And uh, so, so everyone said, and then I heard uh, Tedros, I can never remember his surname, but the spokesperson or the CEO of, of the World Health Organization on the news this morning mm -hmm. saying that we will never get back to pre-COVID-19. No, it's we gone. We need to banish the idea because that period of life is gone. It's gone. So what it is took the me a new? long time to be able to say that. So what is the new? What is what can we look forward to? What's the new? Like, are we? Are there no more stand-up comedy clubs? No theaters? It's no you know what, uh, big wedding. What? I'm a what car are we guy. I'm a, I'm a car yeah. guy. So what happens is, you know, they have these big trade shows, and then everybody comes and shows off their future models, um, and then the the future model never actually looks like the the you know the what do they? I'm a car guy, and I can't remember that word now, but like the yeah. prototype. You know, yes. uh, so for me, we are not even at prototype yet. I think that we, we are on the, if this was a basketball game in the first quarter of, of, yeah. of the, the major impact and only yeah. after the game, I think, will we have sight. So the first thing for me, what the new normal is, and especially as a, as a, as a comedian, is forgetting about the gratification that came from the old thing because we no longer get to do the old thing. The thing we're yeah. doing now in terms of whether it's stand up online or, or whatever, whether it's a podcast like the one we're, we're doing now is a different thing. And I think that a lot of us, and, and I found particularly with my first couple of online gigs, I felt demoralized and awkward mm. and terrible mm. afterwards because I was searching for the same gratifying feeling that, that stand up gives us where mm. this is a different thing. And if this is a different thing, we now need to start expecting different things instead of waiting for that, that, that satisfaction that, that stand-up gave us. So for me, the first thing about the new normal is to forget about what your expectations were from whatever you were doing, particularly if you are in a field that was as dramatically affected by what we are. Mm. And the second thing is to realize that I, I just believe that it's only over when I say it's over. And, it's, and that is when I give up. So when I give up, it's over. But until mm. I give up, it's not over. And I have to believe that, you know, and it's a cliched saying that everything's going to be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. So because I believe that I'm going to be okay. What mm. 2008, I mentioned 2008. That's when you, when you mentioned it earlier. 2008 is when my first business started collapsing. Finally, you know, burned to ashes mm. in, in, in 2010. What business but, was this? So I ran an insurance brokerage. I owned an, I owned an oh, insurance okay. brokerage and we were shooting and shooting the stars out. 2008 came. First thing you mm. learn in insurance is people would rather pay their DSTV than the insurance premiums um, yeah. because keeping the kids happy in the short term is a, is a priority. So the business crashes and burns. Then when I look back and I'm still, dude, in lockdown, I actually paid off one of the, one of the liquidated accounts. Um, yeah. I, I kind of you know, settled that and it felt, it felt really good to do it. And, and my wife often says to me, like, yes, this man, that's so unfair. Like, don't you hate that that had to happen to you? And I go, if my business didn't fail, I would not mm -hmm. have found stand-up comedy and I would not be living the life that I am now. Sure. And if that exactly. is the cost for what I have now, then mm -hmm. what a pleasure. So then I've had to make peace with the fact that I believe that everything is helping me. And if I approach mm -hmm. all things with that attitude, then even my worst day means that I'm going through this in preparation for whatever i'm learning lessons for whatever so instead of pining about what we've lost mm. there is so much opportunity out there right now because if you were moving and working hard before so somebody asked me how do you survive just before the pandemic they were like how do you survive a, a recession and then they were like mm. how do you survive a pandemic and i'm like the answer is actually the same 
you survive a recession if your business had momentum coming in. So if you were working mm. hard when the sun was shining, when the rain comes, that momentum will carry you through the rain. And I mm. believe the same like a pandemic. So for me, visually, the pandemic is like, you know, those motivational speaker bras make you run over the hot coals. Like we've all seen mm. it on the movies. Have you, have mm. you ever ran? You ran over the hot coals. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We had a corporate down in the South Coast and they made it, the, yeah. made it not made us, but volunteered and to do that. I was like, I'll do that. So if you've done it, you know the secret mm. to running over the coals is don't stop. You're yeah. only going to get burnt if you stop moving. And for yeah. me, this new normal means you've got to keep moving until you kind of step into a realm that you are excited about, a realm that mm. works for you, a realm that starts giving you the same type of satisfaction that whatever you were doing pre-COVID or BC, I call it, before Corona, what, what that was giving you. So I found stand-up comedy, not because I was looking for stand-up comedy, but because my world had ended. But instead of giving up, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do corporate anymore. Let me go try this entertainment thing. Let me go and audition for things. Let me go and try and be an actor or presenter. That was what I thought I was going to do. I met mm. somebody at an acting job that said to me, you're funny, go and try stand-up comedy. I would never have found stand-up comedy if I gave up there. If I just stopped mm. moving, I would have died. So the first part of the new normal is, we got we to gotta keep it moving. The second part, stop expecting what we had before and start identifying new opportunities. So the new normal for all of us is going to be different. I don't think anybody can peg it right now. It's far too early. But so you got, you don't, you, there's, there's nothing on the, on the horizon that fills you with dread or fear. I mean, you don't have any visions about what if another H1N1 comes on top of this pandemic? And what if at the same time the, the poles shift or there's a solar flare that knocks out our technology and you don't have any vision about the worst scenes of The Walking Dead or... Uh... We all do. No, we all do. I mean, I'm not a madman, of course. I wake, up, I wake up anxious. I suffer from major, major anxiety every now and then. Mm. But uh, like, I'm like, it's, it's, you know, my mom has the most wonderful say. She just went, my boy, God is spring cleaning. That's all he's doing. It's natural selection, she said. And I said, how can you say that? And she said, we are animals. We forget just because we have Hang on. intelligence you, mom, you can't have both. You can't have God and natural selection. Tell mom she's got to pick one. Well, it's, it's, you tell my mom that, my friend. I'm not calling her that news. You, I'll give, her, I'll give her your number. I'll give you her number and you can have that conversation. With you can have that conversation with her. Good luck. I'm not even in the room that time. You're going to get schooled. All right. So, okay. So, so insert deity is spring cleaning. Yeah. Yes. So she goes, she goes, we forget that because we are conscious and because we are intelligent, we forget that we're just animals. And the law of the jungle mm. is natural selection. The old, mm. the weak, um, those that are vulnerable, that's what happens mm. in the herd. The lion doesn't attack the healthy villages. He waits for the lazy one at the back. You know what I mean? Mm. So then I find myself in, in stress because my wife has asthma. So if you ask, am I anxious? Of course. I'm anxious that yeah. I, because I've got to leave, because I still go into the studio, and because mm. I've got to go to the studio, what if I bring mm. it home? You, you know what yeah. I mean? So I'm anxious about those things, but I can't allow myself to be defeated. I had the best piece of advice from an Uber driver. And I said, because yeah. I jumped in an Uber. I get a lot of good car. advice from them. Yeah. No, those bras, they know the world, those guys. They know, yeah. they know the world. And, and I jumped in the car and I was like, look, I, are you not paranoid? Because I'm paranoid being in your car and you in this oh, car yeah. the, whole, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole day. The whole day. And the brother just looked at me and he said, you know, my man, it's very simple. I'm not going to die before I die. I'm going to die <laughs> once. If I stress now, that means I'm dying. Yeah. And then when I die, I must die ah, again. And then I'm you die twice. So oh, like, to, answer, to answer all your questions, of course I'm, I'm panicked. But the second yeah. I lower my flag, the second I, I give mm. up, the second mm. I allow this thing to win, the second I mm. start smoking no-name brand cigarettes, then I'm like, mm. Mm. I've, I've, Listen, I've let this... I, ha I, have, this to, I have to put a pin in what you say. And, I, and like Come. that sentiment that your mom gave you. And I can see a lot of yeah. my friends um, have this idea of uh, survival of the fittest and natural selection. And you're applying, to me, you're applying um, the wrong logic to this. Because for over 100,000 years, we've been a civilization and not a part of the animal kingdom per se. And yep. evolution in that, in that civilization is that everything is directed to protecting the weakest. That's what makes us civilized. True. We have laws, True. we have medicines, and we have structures from the feudal through to the democratic that are designed yeah. to protect yeah. the weakest. 
So now this, this, this coronavirus comes along and all of us throw out willy-nilly. Well, it's the law of the jungle, man. No, it's, the, it's not. No, it's, it's not willy-nilly. It's natural. That's the most uh, terrifying uh, sentence that I've, got to, that I've got to put out there. But it mm. doesn't make it untrue. Mm. You know what I mean? That's, so what I'm, what I'm saying is, is, and I know it sounds cold and harsh, but mm. what you are saying supports what I'm saying. Because you're saying mm. that we've survived for, for hundreds of thousands of years in terms of whatever we recorded, well, 2,000 years technically in terms of recorded history. But, but, mm. but the human race has survived. There have been pandemics. We survived and we will survive. Mm. But 100 years ago came a, a, little, a little flu that mm. took out millions and millions and millions of, of human beings. And the human race moves forward. I just can't, I can't be part of a fairy tale that allows me to believe, A, that I'm exempt, um, that I'm mm. not going to be affected or impacted. Um, yeah. But I, I also have to at some point go, if that's true, mm. do I want to be part of the herd or do I want to be straggling at the back? Mm. Because I, I believe that 50% of that battle is here. Yeah. 50% so, of that battle is mental. Are you happy with the, the, what tends to be the global response from uh, Dr. Mkhize to Fauci, which is, you know, mask, distance, sanitize? Are you all for that? I'm, I'm, I'm all for that because we are doing what we can to avoid preventable deaths. It's, it's, yeah. it's, we, we are in a, in a situation where it's, we are doing as much as we can do. What kills mm. me, bro, what kills yeah. me, is you and I speak from such a position of privilege on this, yeah. on this topic because we're in our house. We naturally social distance. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? We don't have to jump in a, in a taxi that is now allowed 100% capacity. Our, yeah. our, and if you ever look at, like for me, when I track the numbers, I'm looking at Brazil closest because from an yeah. economic point of view, uh, their system is structured very similarly to ours in terms of the haves and the have-nots and this massive mm -hmm. divide in, in between. So... Yeah. Am, I, am I horrified? Am I mortified? Yes. Am I devastated? This is the worst thing that's ever happened to humankind, yeah. in my opinion, as a, as, yeah. a global, as, a, as a global event. So I'm not, I'm not trying to glorify this or say that it's right. I'm just trying to say that, you know, it, it's, it, it doesn't matter how I sugarcoat it or how I feel mm. about it. It mm. is what it is. So Fauci's stuff and the, the masks, the, the WHO stuff, all of that stuff only works if we're all doing it and if we're all able to do it. But mm. dude, you, you, and, and the most interesting conversation I've had around this was a guy said to me, my man, you, you grew up in El Dorado Park. You should know better. And I was like, what do you mean? And he said, mm. go to any Kasi. You go to a Kasi, mm. leaving your house is dangerous every day. You yeah. walking past drug dealers on your way to the taxi every yeah. single day, you could die. You're living in a four-room house with 12 people. There's no way you can. And a four-room, a four-room, not a four-bedroom house, a four-room. Mm. You know what mm. I mean? If you're lucky. Other than that, you're living in a, in a shack with 12, with 12 people. Social distancing mm. is not an option for you. But also, the government is telling you that this thing, you might get infected. And mm. if you get infected, it might kill you. You live with, mm. in the face of death every single day. Now you're asking that bra to not jump on a taxi that is full to go and feed his family. You know what I mean? It's like we, we, are, we are suffering the consequences of, of years of inequality, of years of, of, of what capitalism has, has, has done to us. So for me, I'm not a fan of any of this, dude. My heart is broken. But personally, I've got to survive. That's survival instinct. Personally, mm -hmm. the, the better I survive, the better I can help the people that depend on me survive. If I go down, we all go down. You, you hit the nail on the head there with, uh, because you're talking to, you know, uh, you know everyone knows I'm a, I'm a closet case Marxist. And um, it's not to say, I never say capitalism is bad, but I, unchecked capitalism, I think, is, is more destructive than this pandemic. And I think we're, we're seeing that now. And do you see, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm watching all the news and I'm reading all the, I'm waiting for the champion. I'm waiting for our AOC. I'm waiting for the champion of universal basic income, of a proper societal safety net for the next pandemic or whatever. And I'm not seeing it yet, unless you know someone who's presenting. No, at this. no. What you, what you, you know what I, what I, what I see is, is capitalists doing what capitalists do, finding opportunities to make even more money. You know, like yeah. I saw like big, big pharmaceutical 
Johnson and Johnson goes, oh, guys, cool. We are developing a vaccine, and we could probably we could probably be responsible for three hundred million uh, individual little test tubes. So we'll do three hundred million. That means yeah. somebody else has got to do the next. So they need to they need yeah. to 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 vaccinate a billion people on the planet for this for a vaccine to 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 help. Then yeah. big pharmaceutical instead of, of accelerating the process by sharing, and they have been sharing more so than they mm. ever have, but only yeah. sharing after they've worked out the bottom line. And they, mm. they, they in comes the issue. Then when you look historically, bro, you look at H1N1, you look at MERS, all of those vaccines were distributed to the countries that developed them first. So if I'm in Australia mm. and I develop the vaccine, the rule from the government is going to be, we vaccinate at home first. Once mm. we are vaccinated, then we will supply vaccines to whoever whoever else needs them. So for me, like from a capitalist point of view, we are just in the beginning of a crazy struggle. Some are going to make even more money than they ever did, and mm. some are going to end up in call centers. <laughs> this is what I love about comics talking backstage. People don't know this. Hey, they ask. I'm sure they ask you all the time. Yes, yes, we have such a jaw backstage. No, we are very serious people. We and, we uh, solve the world's problems, bro. Correct. The world's problems. And you must know, back in the day when you were chemically assisted, just like I wish I'd written something. Then, smart. You know what I mean? Smart. And especially at 3 o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning at, um, at ESP. That's when you... Do you, know, do you know that the only narcotic, I don't know if you can call it a narcotic, I've ever taken is, is marijuana. I've never tried the other stuff. Not even okay. once. Only I'll because I'm scared. No, only because I'm terrified I'm going to love it. I know myself. Yeah. Imagine yeah. <laughs> ego drug in no, a ego. Been, mm-hmm. s- sit down with Trevor Gumby and I, and then. No, I've sat down with can, both of you, and I know you enough. Can. I mm. know more than enough. Thank you. Okay, so so here's the deal, right? I want to ask you because here we are. We run the risk of talking philosophically and not about what we want. So I'll tell you what yeah. I want. I okay. want a cap on maximum income. I, want, I don't care who you are. You can be Zuckerberg, Gates, uh, Buffett. You can be the guy that comes up with the genius vaccine. Uh, you could be the guy that goes and mines that uh, gold asteroid uh, that, that, that Elon Musk is, is tracking now that is 10 times the wealth of this planet in its entire history. I don't care yeah. who you are. You don't need more than give it a number. Call it 100 million, a billion, 2 billion, 10 billion, 100 billion. After that, yeah. Every single cent you make, I'm sorry, Marchana, but it goes back into this planet. I don't know how you can sit there and buy your 17th yacht when you know children die. 200 have, million children yeah, but, die every day because of a simple thing like sanitation, like Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Foundation has dude, tried to deal with. So, no, so my schools, point is, this is the world. in South Africa not having yeah. water. It's, you know what I mean? Exactly. A simple like thing. Even a toilet. Yeah. So it, it's like, it's, I, 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 there's a part of me that wants to agree with me, with you, but there's Hang the, on, let me finish. Let me finish. Yes, and then, okay. So mine is a whole package, right? And I, I think yeah. you can, if you can get enough leaders on board, you can change, you can eliminate poverty in one weekend, right? Yeah. So maximum, a cap on maximum income, right? So, so lacquer, make your billion. And then the rest goes into schools, hospitals, um, roads, infrastructure, feeding schemes, blah, 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 blah. Ad nauseum. Yeah. Um, and then the moment you are born, Universal basic income for, for, for anyone. It's universal. So the, the, things, the things that are necessities to live on planet Earth in the 21st century, clothes, food, transport, access to technology, Internet. education, yeah. all, all of these things should be a given whether you're born in Bangladesh in the mountains or in yeah. Paris to Giselle Maxwell. Uh, Jelaine, yeah, or whatever it is. Yeah, actually, that was a bad name to use because that's another story for another day. But um, <laughs> I don't care. Like half, half of ninety-nine percent of the disparity is because of the location of where you were born. You were not. No human being was entitled. Yes. The Trump juniors were not entitled to the wealth and the clothes and the education that they. They're not entitled to that. You see, I, I, I. It, I use a process. My, my therapist taught me about an Escher. You know what an Escher is? No. So you know that you know that that classic diagram of the staircase where it's the never-ending staircase. It goes in a little square yes. and it always just looks like like. So yeah. you can sit for hours trying to figure it out, and you'll you'll go mad because there is yes. no way of figuring it out. Yeah. So you got to identify those things in your life and in the world, 
and not waste your energy on the things that you cannot change. Because like you yeah. expressed a whole lot of emotion now. You proper like dumped a whole, I felt it. Like I could feel <laughs> how passionate you are about this thing. Like you, it kills me. And then, but there's it, the logical educated part of you knows that that is not a reality. And it, and it can never be a reality. And, and the reason for that is tenfold. I mean, there's, there's a capitalism, number one, but then the fact that we all are motivated by different things. So then the argument will be, but will people innovate at the rate? Will, in, will Elon Musk innovate at the rate he's innovating if the reward that drives him is mm. taken away? Will mm. would Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, all of these, all of these crazy people, that, that, that Amazon bra. For me, I go... Oh, Bezos, yeah. So, so for me, I, I go, I must only spend my energy and only get truly worked up about the things that I can actually change. But in order to make that, I must understand the things. So I get you and I'll back you up. Bezos has got, like, what is Amazon worth now? Hundreds of billions, whatever it is. I don't know. Call, my, call it 360 my, billion. So... People Keeping go, in mind that his ex-wife became an instant multi-billionaire my, just by leaving yes, him. My, my touch. Good move on her. She part. worked really hard for those billions, hey? She did. Gagged and all. Listen, now. The, the, the thing that people don't speak about is, so people go, Bezos is a genius. Bezos is one of the greatest business people of our time. Bezos has done these amazing, amazing things. Mm. But what people don't go is, where does that money come from? Because money doesn't just appear you know what I mean? Money doesn't just yeah. come from somewhere. So if you get a lot of money in your account today, yeah. that money yeah. came from somebody else's account. That's the way yeah. money works. So if Bezos has built this hundred and hundred and hundred and billion and billion and billion, where did that come from? So I go, yeah. nobody's talking about the little community shop that nobody goes to anymore because it's more convenient to shop on Amazon. Like you think we yeah. are only getting the trend now. I was in Seattle, like the mm. home of Amazon. They've got a one mm. hour whatever you want on Amazon delivered to your door within mm. an hour guaranteed. Mm. Then I go, that hour means I'm no longer going to support the brother that runs a shop in my neighborhood. I'm no longer going to support the garage shop, the shopping center. So all of these family run businesses, all of these little micro economies are being mm. slaughtered by mm. the giant. So that's why I get it. I'm just like, okay. it, it, one guy is taking all the bucks. We yeah. see that and yeah. well done to you, but nobody's shining a spotlight on the devastation and the trail and where the I money is. I hear what you're be. saying, but I, I, I feel there's two false premises bad. there. Firstly, the uh, there's no, I'm not saying take the reward away from Bezos. You can make your billion, 10 billion, 100 billion. There's a cap there, yeah. right? There's a, there's a tiny, tiny, minuscule percentage of the world who is going to be motivated and achieve the things of uh, the Gates and the Buffets and the Musks. And the, they're not the exception to the rule, all right? Yeah. So that, that, for me, is a false premise. Leave that out. People will find whatever to motivate them. There have been plenty of people from Louis Pasteur to uh, Florence Nightingale that have done absolutely groundbreaking, amazing stuff without any of that unnecessary capitalist motivation. Because, I, so, like I said, we all have different things that motivate us. 100%. So for me, taking, taking uh, that massive reward away under the possibility that we might lose uh, invention is a false premise, so we could lose that one, right? The yeah. other one is you're saying why don't we have a look at investing in like the entrepreneurs and bring, uh, we can, we can um, inhibit technology so that we can go back to the moment. No, I'm not store. saying, I'm but, not saying that. I'm not saying, inhibit. I, I'm not saying inhibit. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing out. Well, you fact. have to. You, so okay. I'm not making a suggestion as to how to change something. So I'm, how do I'm, these people I'm, who've lost all their businesses make a living? I'm trying to uh, agree with, 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 with you. Yeah. Dude, this is, I mean, if I had the answer to that question, I, I would be, you know, on, on the money. That's what I, that's where my face would, would be. But I don't <laughs> have the, the answers money. to the question. So I'm just trying to, I'm, but I'm just trying to understand, understand the logic. And even if you mm. take away all of that stuff, you still have dick swinging. Dick swinging has been the biggest motivator of all time. Because if yeah. you take away what you're saying, what you're suggesting, then Monaco disappears, then nobody can brag about what they have. And unfortunately, that's how humans are. You and I may not be that way. Yeah. But fundamentally, human beings have and always will be. And this is the part that breaks my heart. I don't see how we can honestly break and change to where you want to be from where we are now. Like, uh -huh. I don't think it's... 
But this is, this brings me to the, this is possible. why I'm having this conversation with you right now, because every time there has been an argument for universal basic income, social networking, not networking, social um, safety nets, um, uh, maximum to uh, maximum income, um, sort of like blocks to the likes of, you know, we, we, we rely on the charity of Jeff, Be uh, Jeff Bezos. Thank you very much for that hundred million that you gave. For you your made three hundred million in the hour. You know, um, we rely on the on the on the charity of um, personalities. And then you end up with someone like Mark Zuckerberg, who, because uh, it, it it'll affect his bottom line with his business model, won't censor hate speech. Um, and um, the world is a disgusting place. Yeah, and I'm, that's why I'm talking about. Um, we're in a situation right now where the Rona has flattened us. And now we yeah. have an opportunity. In the past, we were like, we can't institute these massive global changes because it would bring the world to a stop. Well, guess what? The world's come to a stop. Let's take those, let's make those changes. But it hasn't come to a stop for all of us. We, we, although we say we are all affected, we are all affected differently. And, and, and that for me is, so for me, I'm happy to have this conversation with you. If you can point out a realistic solution, Shareholders, yeah. like, if you're going to start this conversation, go. I, I was like, why are shareholders only there for the dividends, but not there when people are queuing outside of the UIF? Why? Where are these shareholders now? These people that were taking these massive dividends. Where are the shareholders when uh, the, all of these bailouts are, are, are happening? You know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's the world is, is, here's a saying, here's a saying. Life is fair in that it is unfair to all of us. Like you, you, you're that guy that writes all those fortune cookie things, aren't you? I'm the one that eats the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> there is a fantastic Chinese takeaway in Joburg South. <laughs> the fortune cookie. Someone, and they're handwritten. It's you. <laughs> no, I'm just the guy that eats the cookies and reads all the things. That's where I get my knowledge. Hold on a second, it's too hot in here. Take this off. Hold on, hold on. I knew, that, I, I knew that question was gonna get him. Look at him, one hard question, he starts taking his clothes off. It's like the old days. This is the Darren Moore I know. <clears throat> it's, the, 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 the thing that you are speaking about is, is so layered and, and, mm. and full of horrible texture that mm. I would rather speak about realistic solutions and mm. how Darren and Jason can effect change, not in the world, but in mm. their world. Yeah. Show me change in your world. Show me change in your little, in your little sphere, your little circle of influence. Mm. You know what I mean? Then we, then we, then we onto something. But if something is not sustainable in your circle of influence, how is it going to be sustainable globally? Because greed and humans, same WhatsApp group, my friend. Well, you see, Jason, this is, this is the problem, right? It's the same as the vaccine. The vaccine doesn't, can't work if less than 80% of people take it. So you can say, okay, cool, just this little village take the vaccine and we'll carry on with life. Like, no, nope. it has to be a global solution nope. in order for the vaccine. 60% is your number, yeah. So for herd immunity mm -hmm. to come into effect, 60%. Where are you coming? I heard 80%. You see, can't even agree when I, on what heard immunity. Yeah. yeah, but you reading those Durban papers, this is the last week's headline. <laughs> so, okay, so oh, you're, you're right. Uh, when, if, you, if you were to say to me, Darren, okay, how have you affected change within your own yeah. sphere, right? So I can talk about um, my, my, my daughter is now 11 going on 12 and she's wrought with the uh, complications. In actual fact, that age group are having already having conversations about lgbtqi issues yeah. about yeah. race issues the black lives matter thing is huge on on tiktok so yeah. i'm glad that we're already having those conversations and i'm and i'm i'm, I'm excited about this next generation i really so am, I. am yeah so did you see that that generation z with the trump march that is my favorite moment of the whole 2020 did you see no, what happened what a TikTok the, ruined. So Trump. Oh Trump yeah, the they'd whole, stand. Yeah, hundred percent. So Trump, Trump. The whole thing was that that he was gonna supposed to have it on Juneteenth, uh, yeah. and then it was like no, no, no. There was a big uproar, so he moved it, and then they went and booked all the tickets. And he yeah. was bragging about we we've set a up million tickets, yeah. stands outside. We've got so many people. We're gonna start just by speaking to the people outside. Then they didn't even sell the big tier, which is the top tier of a stadium. And we know that yeah. we want to sell out stadiums. Uh, yeah. It was it was, and that's how powerful yeah. this generation is. Is that that's amazing. TikTok, TikTok yeah. 
made a yeah. fool of the most powerful man in the world who has, doesn't have any problems making a fool of himself. But TikTok did that. It's, it's hilarious that. that Facebook helped him win the presidency and then TikTok is the one that is so the same. This is how powerful this social media and this new generation is going to be right there. Yeah. It's like you go and watch the, I don't know if you've seen the documentaries about uh, Facebook and that just that subliminal stuff that, that they did to, to, to get people to vote and then TikTok. So I think that the power lies as it always had with the mm. youth. Always yeah. had. I don't know about subliminal. I know they were using Cambridge Analytica and yeah, they would, they would glean your biggest fears and then uh, uh, the, message, the message pushed your fear. So you made a decision for your presidency based on fear and not, because I mean, the, the, the presidency 20, 2016 shouldn't have been about, you know, um, uh, shouldn't have been about race. The, the presidency should have been whose policy towards yes, climate change absolutely. are we going to take? Absolutely. Are we going to go? That's what it should have been. And now for the last four years, completely wasted, pulled out of the Paris Climate Accord. We've taken so many steps backwards. The global decisions that need to be made for global solutions have been compromised yeah. out of, I don't know, by decades. But um, as you can so, see, I'm not very positive about the world right now. No, I? I, and, I, and I sense this. I sense this. But I, I do want to say this. So I need an intervention here. Can you see that's what this is? Uh, this is. I, I, no, I'll give you an intervention. What you must do is just laminate your payslip. And every time you feel cut, just pick it up. Just remind yourself, <laughs> I'm fine. And then you carry on. You know I mean? That's the only intervention you need. I watched a TED talk of, uh, uh, and he didn't call it communism, which is why I asked you. Socialism. Um, of, a, of, a, of a, it could be. Marxism. Way, the, the, this was the mechanics. Maoism. This was the mechanics. Okay. So I watched a TED talk of a, of a Chinese politician. Uh, and he did a TED talk debating uh, why their system is better than democracy when it comes to running a country. You watch that. And, and my favorite part was, he said, I'll give you a simple example. Democracy means anybody can become president. In our system, our president has been working for the government for 30 years. He started working at a municipality, worked mm -hmm. his way up to municipal manager, from there right. up to mayor, mayor of a bigger space, which means he's got 30 years work experience in terms of running a country. You know I mean? So, so yeah. when you talk about politics, politics, capitalism shouldn't affect politics because decisions should not be made based on profitability. Decisions in, in, in politics should be made based on, on human well-being and, and the government being able to best take care of their people. And what, what terrified me about that is what that Brow was saying is that if Darren Moore was popular enough, he can, he can run for president in South Africa, which is the truth. Yeah. So it's like it's working for a bank. Imagine that you at you you FNB. And there's a new yeah. blue-eyed boy in the call center. They have a, yeah. a vote now. We're gonna we're gonna choose the CEO by democratic by democratic vote. And now yeah. we're gonna vote for the CEO. And an 18-year-old from the call center can now become the CEO. No mm -hmm. experience. He can be yeah. he can be placed there. So for me, yeah. some of the parts of the systems that I think we can change is let's send all our politicians on one of those. Even, I believe even a three-week online business course will start mm. changing things. Like, <laughs> even just a three-week, just to understand. Just plus, just a course, just a UNISA. Profit, deficit. Just a young, yeah. correspondent something. You know what I mean? They don't need to buy um, them. Just a small you know, thing. Just so people can understand what's going on. I do remember that TED Talk, and I do remember being enamored by it. And I do remember thinking to myself, I wonder how many people can look beyond their fear. Because basically, the last 60 years has been, you know, through, even through yeah. mainstream movies. Has I'm going to sit here for, about... no, for absolutely no reason, but carry on. Okay. <laughs> so people are like, they hear this word communism and they go, oh, it's the threat. It's the Russian or the Chinese. It's the, it's the anti-religion. They've actually somehow married, yeah. married yeah. communism yes. to anti-religion, right? And um, so that's been the battle. However, communism is only the best, well, the world's best workable system based on marxist philosophies it's the first foray it's the it's the first jaunt experiment with this idea that all humans should have a piece of the uh, the piece of the wealth a piece of the pie a piece a piece of the joy that this life has to offer and south africa our government in actual fact bears more resemblance to a communist government than it does to um, to certainly a, an, an American uh, a democratic uh, and and, uh, and please, please uh, uh, explain why 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 you say so. I'm very curious to know, <laughs> comrade, because 
we have a literally, I know there are other parties, but we literally, since our liberation, we've been a one party. And yeah. that, is, that is what uh, separates us from other democracies mostly. And within that party, your loyalists are the cream that rise to the top. So if you have contributed and you tow the party line and you put party before people is unfortunately the biggest demon of communism is party before people. And then you get ahead and you look at the people who can stay getting ahead like Batabili Glamini who clung to power as dead weight for so long and nine years to get Zuma out when every single day he was in office, uh, we lost hundreds of millions. Dude. So that is the downfall to it. So in, 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 in the best to date model of a communist uh, run country, you're hoping that your leader is, um, has a, a semblance of humanity and, um, and, yes. and believes in the ideology and then you're good. But if you get, I mean, if you put Trump in a, in a, um, um, in a communist system, it's even worse. It's not better. It's much worse. <laughs> so I think, I think that, that, that you've actually solved the world's problems right there. We may yeah. not be able to effect change in, in, in political systems, but I think we can start effecting change in, in ourselves. And I just like, I've just been appealing to people through this time, just be a bit kinder. That's it, mm. man. Be kind to yourself and be kind to everybody else. Yeah. And stop comparing. Like, just, yeah. you, you can't, man. And, and I also know, again, from a, from a space of, of privilege, I have a job. I've mm. got food in the fridge. I've got a, a, yeah. a wonderful wife who's happy. And, uh, I've, you know, I speak, I speak from a place of privilege, but I also believe that I created those things. I believe yeah. that there was a time when I had nothing and the world had taken everything away from me and I had a choice. Am mm. I going to lay down and become the weaklings in the herd and be picked off? Or am I going to stand up and fight? And for me, stand up and fight, man. Dala what you must has been my saying for 2020. Dala what you must, because no one's going to dala the things for you. And if you don't dala what you must, you're going to get dalad. And if you don't know what getting dalad is, <laughs> you don't want to be dalad. There you left Thank you. Sent me all, a whole lot of questions that I didn't read. Did you ask them? No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was going to ask you, like, like, what was your... Uh, can you remember your first kiss? What was the music that was playing around in the background? Oh, it was it was Robin S. Robin S. I can't add it. Is it is it? Buy, buy me love. Dang. Was the last movie or TV series you cried in? The last movie or TV series that I cried in. Just had a. Yes, I haven't. I can't. I I can't remember. Why can't I seven, remember? Seven pounds. I'm not a, I'm not a big movie crier. Seven pounds funny, uh, but it wasn't that. Uh, the movie wasn't funny. You referencing seven no, pounds? No, <laughs> seven pounds. Uh, uh, but the pursuit of happiness. All the wolves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. That pursuit of happiness. Wow. You know when he comes out of the building after he's got the job, and he's in that typical New York street, which we don't see, mm. anymore, just a thousand people going home, yeah. and his face there. Oh my yeah. God. The tears and he's clapping like this, but he's got to keep it in because he's in public. And, but he just oh, wants to scream. Like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, again, this is going to be the hardest question you're asked. You're not going to be able yeah. to answer this. I'm going to put yeah. money on this. I'm going to put, you yeah. know what? That e-wallet. I will e-wallet you a hundred bucks. <laughs> Thousand. A thousand rand. No, <laughs> if, you, if, you answer, if you answer this one. Mm. Okay. You have to make a human sacrifice yeah. right now to end the Rona. Yeah. Who would it Donald be? Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. You're like, no, but Jason, you must understand. You're willing the death of someone. Yeah. I, I, I publicly. I was the guy that was like sneaky, sneaky going. Movies are bullshit. Why doesn't a sniper take out Mugabe? I was that yeah. guy. Just like, oh, okay. you know what I mean? Years, years ago. And I'm just like, I don't want to, I don't wish, I don't wish death on, on anybody. But I think yeah. if you look at the US's numbers, Trump yeah. is responsible for, for the loss of hundreds of thousands of deaths. Mm. So that's my answer on the record. If in a hypothetical situation, yeah. it was the, the purge and I could, there were no consequences. And yeah. somebody said to me secretly, listen, if you press this yeah. button, Trump will vie 
All right, you answered the question. I'll send a, a thousand rand to your e-wallet. I know you'll never be able to open it. No, no, yeah, don't don't send it because it will go to the to the ether because I'm not going to go to the bank. So <laughs> don't. But got the no next time you I got see no you, proof. Yeah. The next time I see you, you'll drink a a, 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 a virgin something and you'll buy me a beer. Hundred percent. Deal. You can you can hold you can and you can take that one to the bank. I done done deal. Um, can I ask you a question? But sure. like a serious one. Okay. Like a very serious one. Mm, shit. I oh. feel like I feel like you're the nicest you've ever been in your life. Like in terms of the, yeah. the, the nicest that I've been you and or known you rather been since I've known you. Um, the the the, the happiest. Mm. And I feel like at some point you. Okay, my theory is mm-hmm. you are happy now because mm-hmm. you are radio and you happen to do the other things. Happier now than when you were a comedian that did mm-hmm. the other things. So there was a time when you were a comedian that did TV and, and, and. Mm-hmm. But now yeah. you're a, a radio guy that does mm-hmm. all the things. So your identity shifted from comedian as your, mm-hmm. as your primary to mm. radio DJ as your primary, is there? Sorry, some somebody somebody tried to call me and my phone connected to the thing. Um, um, is that is that? Uh, is it linked? Is it is it linked? Because I'm going I'm going. You were always nice, but you weren't mm. lovely. And at the moment, yeah. bro, I got so much love for you. I got so much respect for your work ethic. I got so much respect for the fact that it just feels like. You don't go half for anything. If you say yes, you clap 100% yeah. or nothing. Yeah. I have walked around Durban with you and felt like a photographer because you're fucking more famous than me there. <laughs> Let me tell you for free because your listeners love you, like, like yeah. family. Like, like it's a different thing to what you were before from my mm. perspective. Is that the truth? Um, I don't know if it was... I, 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 I'm going to think about that. Like what was yeah. the, the catalyst? Because... It could be a couple of things like, you know what? I was, I was flying up to Joburg to see my daughter three years ago because yeah. yeah. she was staying with mom and now she's, she's staying with me. So there's, there's that. And that's, it's a wonderful mm-hmm. having my, my mm-hmm. child with me. A lot more yeah. responsibility, but I mean, I wasn't, I'm not going out and jawling and whatever anyway. So very nice yeah. to have your child with you. And I think something happened for me in radio about, about three or four years ago. So that would make it five years in. Yeah. Um, four or five years in where I just kind of, I just submitted. I just went, you know, stop trying to like be better than this guy. And just, you know what, if it's going to work, it's going to work. And if it's not, then you'll do that other thing that you've like, you've always found to do. So you'll be MC or voice or acting or TV or film or theater. It doesn't matter. Just, but just stop trying. And then I stopped trying and it just, it just got better. Just be, stop trying, just be. (laughs) <laughs> thank you my brother be well and stay thank well you, and be safe and uh stay lovely brad thank you for the work you're doing you inspire us you help us believe it's possible and that's all we need salute uh, your inspiration too i love you my brother and i'll speak to you soon big love thanks for having me Cheers, that was darren mall and jason goliath on the podcast but otherwise you will produced by simon carter hey that's me maybe next week Darren can record his own intro and outro. Who am I kidding? He hasn't listened this far. No one has. Bye.